Good afternoon and welcome as we continue our daily Bible reading. I'm actually backing up a little bit. I want to do the last two chapters of Ecclesiastes for you just so you've got this. Maybe in your spare time you can you can come back and, and go over this again. Uh, but such a powerful book. Uh, remember Ecclesiastes, the title is The Preacher. And that's what uh, in, uh, in Greek is Ecclesiastes, the one you've heard of ecclesial things or ecclesiastic um, uh, uh, things about the, the gathering of God's people. It really comes from that Greek word to, to call together where we get our word the church to uh, in, the, in the New Testament. So uh, this is the one who is the preacher. And of course, we uh, we're just uh, almost certain that that's Solomon. When you look at the details about the writer and who he is and who he, what he says about himself, even though he doesn't have that name, that's not uncommon in scripture for uh, the author not to name himself. You look at the Gospel of John, John refers to himself as a disciple whom Jesus loved. Um, so not uncommon to have that and really in literature you, you find that too. So uh, here we are in Ecclesiastes chapters 11 and 12 kind of summarizing that, that whole book that we've read about and like I said a great one for us to be looking at as we look at our lives ending a year going into that new year. What have we learned? Uh, thanking God for the wisdom he's given us over the years, the things we've learned. Um, I remember someone telling me back when I was in seminary, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. And really in the end, everything, almost everything is small stuff. Uh, there are basic things about life that, that are important. And of course, from a Christian perspective, uh, we believe that coming directly from God, the wisdom of God he gives us in scripture. The Bible isn't man's words, it's God's words spoken through men, inspired by God, the work of that Holy Spirit and all of it. Uh, and really, as you read it and, and look at it closer, um, you see that I have more people tell me, you know, man, I'm reading through scripture and I'm going, it's like he wrote that for today. Yeah, technology has changed, times have changed, uh, but the, what's going on in the human heart, same creator, um, same struggles that we have, uh, just different, uh, you know, different ways that it comes about in our life. Uh, but thanks be to God that that means his wisdom that he gives to us isn't going to run out. It's not like the wisdom I learned about a car back when I first learned about cars and I was doing, uh, for those of you who know about cars, I was doing plugs, points, and condensers, you know, every 20,000 miles. Well, now, Nowadays, that doesn't apply at all because I was electronic. So that wisdom I learned back then, that knowledge I learned back then, doesn't apply for today. But here's the thing about the wisdom and knowledge of God. It applies all the time uh, because the human heart, sin has not changed. It's rebellion against God. It's us trying to do things our way. Um, it's, it's the ugliness of that sin that's coming out. But thanks be to God, that message about what Jesus Christ did for us over 2,000 years ago is still good news. It's God's good news to us. So here we go in chapter 11. And again, remember um, the, the writer, uh, Solomon's writing saying, it just all seems like vanity. From a human standpoint, it's all vanity. Um, he encourages us in chapter 11, verse 1. He says, cast your bread upon the waters. In other words, don't be overly cautious. We need to be cautious, but not overly cautious. Just be about doing what you're called to every day. Being about who you are in your marriage, in your family, in your neighborhood, at your work. Um, you don't always see the results of that, but cast that bread upon the water. Um, notice verse 2 is about being generous, being good stewards of what God has given to us, being generous people, learning that, that God is the great giver of all. He has blessed us with so much. So be generous with your time, your talents, and your treasures as you share with people. Being a servant is going to be a blessing to you. Being a servant, both of your time, your talents, and your treasures is going to be a blessing to you. So do that. 
Then verse 5 is a great reminder again of the fact that we don't always know, we don't always see, it doesn't, it isn't always uh, clear to us, but know that everything, he says, so do, do, you do not know the work of God who makes everything. In other words, you can't always figure it out, but continue to do the right thing, continue to follow God's ways is really where Solomon's going to take us in all of this. And in verse 9, he says this, while we look at what we do and we see how uh, some people judge it this way, some people people judge it that way. Uh, we're worried about what this person thinks about this, what, uh, what someone else thinks about us. He says, you know what, in the end, all that matters is what God thinks. And we know what God thinks. We know he is a gracious God who has won our forgiveness for us. He's seeking us. He's calling us to himself. He wants his will to be done among our lives. So he says, God will bring you into judgment. You don't have to worry about anybody else's judgments. Only worried about, be worried about God's judgment. And because by faith, you know him in Jesus Christ, you know what his judgment's going to be. When we repent, when we come to God, he says, your sins are forgiven. It's finished. It's paid for. So thanks be to God for that. Now let's go to chapter 12 as Solomon finishes up here in Ecclesiastes. Solomon wants to share the wisdom he's learned in old age about life with those of us who are younger, with all of us. And in that wisdom, he says, you know, learn this, learn this, because the evil days are coming. Um, both, I think, in the sense that, that we know we're getting older, and in our older age, in, in our older years, we know our time is shorter, we have less ability, we have less uh, energy, and all of that, Those are, and, and evil is going to come. We're gonna die at some point. He wants to share this and say, uh, learn this in your youth, learn this early, listen to that, um, and, and uh, share that wisdom, or, or uh, uh, put that wisdom to practice in your life already now. Don't wait until later. Because, and then he lists all these things about how things are coming apart, how uh, we are getting older, how, how we can't change things uh, by ourselves, how how by ourselves we know what the end is going to be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another funeral on, on Saturday, for crying out loud. And I said, I'm tired of doing funerals, but, but that's what's going to happen here on this earth. Every single person that's at that funeral one day is going to die. You're going to die. I'm going to die one day too. Um, we know that, but yet we don't live like that and say, hey, what can we do about that? Uh, what is what has God said about that? And, and what do I need to follow to make the most of the times that I have? And you, Christian, uh, child of God, you know all that already. Go back to that and hang on to that. Because if we don't, then look at how the preacher ends in verse 8. Then it's just vanity of vanities. You're doing all this work. You're accomplishing all these things in your life. But in the end, you're going to have to give it all up. You can't take it with you. Um, what's a better way for us to get, for, to to live, to give our life true meaning? So we look at our lives and we say, hey, you know, this is a good day. Um, I was blessed to, to do some good this day. Um, uh, the sins that I've sinned, I've confessed to God. I've repented. Um, God, I know I got God's forgiveness in Christ Jesus. If I get the day tomorrow, that's a blessing. If I die, I know where I'm going. Um, and that's where truly where our peace comes from. And especially in these days, again, I know I keep saying that in the days of COVID and all that's going on, we're being scared by death every single day. We're getting, the numbers are coming out every single day. Hospitals are full, all this kind of stuff, uh, which is reality, which is true. But you know what? We have hope. We have peace because it's in Christ Jesus. So that's how he ends in, in the rest of chapter 12. Um, being wise, he says, um, learn to um, uh, learn 
to trust in God and keep his commandments. Um, notice he talks about, you know, uh, people's wisdom and weighing and studying uh, and arranging all the Proverbs and, and the cares that he has in verse 9 there. Um, he says, um, but what we have, what we have by faith in Jesus Christ, he says, the words of the wise, verse 11, are like goads. When you hear the words of the wise, goads are like, like the cattle prod, you know, and we're like the cow that doesn't want to go, that doesn't want to move. The goads move us on. Uh, why is it good for us to move on? Because if we don't move on, we're going to be stuck in this and we're going to be lost in this. So the words of the wise are ones we don't like to hear, but we need to hear them. And when we follow them, they're a great blessing to us. If we don't follow them, we're in trouble. And look at what he likens it to. He says, the words of the wise are like goads and like nails firmly fixed. In other words, the wisdom that we get from God is like nailing it down solid. Nothing's going to shake it. Nothing's going to change it. It's going to hold firm. I think about when my dad taught me how to put a nail on a board and, and how to nail that sucker straight and get it in straight and don't bend it off and, and, and all of that. And when you nail it straight, it's solid. It's solid there. Well, that's true of the word of God. And that's true of what we know by faith. This is something that's firm. Because as he says in verse 12, my son, be aware of anything beyond this. Of the making of many books, there is no end. You know why there's no end? Because there's the next smartest thing, the next newest thing when it comes from human standards. And everybody's writing a book about it. Everybody's trying to, hey, there, here's really uh, what's going to make it for you. But you know, we keep coming up with another new and improved, new and improved. Why? Because it never really does the job. Where do we need to go? Verse 13, the end of the matter is this fear God and keep his commandments fear God in the sense of if you fear God if you're afraid of God in a good way you don't need to be afraid of anything else because you you fear him because you know his power you know what he can do but you're also in fear have fear of God in that you're in awe at his love for you and me why in the world would he love us that much that he give his only son for us that ought to put us in awe and in good fear of God and then why did he give his commandments because he knows that's the way to be at peace with him and with others. Um, so there, there you got the message there. And I pray that, that Ecclesiastes has been a blessing to you. Hey, you know what? Read it through once. Read it through another couple of times. Go back to it on a regular basis. The Word of God. Beautiful stuff. God bless you as we continue now uh, in the book of Acts.